0: Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. I'm Joe from B1029, and we also have Shiler from B1029 as we recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week of January 22nd, 2024. Well, we have the Oscar nominations, and, um, you know, I'm actually... We'll get into the the snubs that, that people were mainly talking about, but, you know, as far as, the like, the big ones, like... Um, Best film, I was glad to see that Barbie made it in because I kind of feel like in the past, some of those types of movies don't always get in. Yeah. And they should. Um, So I believe, you know, like, you know, Barbie was nominated. Also Oppenheimer, obviously. uh, Maestro, Killers of the Flower Moon. Um, The Holdovers, Poor Things. Um, So basically the movies that we saw when during the Golden Globes are nominated for the Oscars. Um, Oppenheimer was a big one. Also, uh, Oppenheimer, was, I think it had like, how many did it have? 13 nominations. Also, poor oh, yeah. things like, had 11. Yeah. Hardy had eight. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Oscars are going to uh, air on March 10th on CBS. Now, one of the, the 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 two main snubs that that I've heard a lot of people talk about are that Greta uh, Greta um, Gerwig didn't get nominated, or Gerwig didn't get nominated for best director for Barbie, and Margot Robbie didn't get nominated for best actress. Now, Ryan Gosling was nominated in Barbie for actor in a supporting role, and
1: which, America Ferrera was su- yes. uh, best supporting actress nomination.
0: Yeah, and, and look, isn't I that weird? Margot- it is, and I thought Margot Robbie did an amazing job as Barbie. She is Barbie, like it. I mean, it was incredible.
1: I don't. I, yes. I I'm flabbergasted.
0: Yes, and so and and the way how Barbie was done, I'm I'm just shocked that Greta Gerwig did not get nominated for best director because I felt like when we first heard it was going to be a Barbie movie, we thought okay, it's going to be kind of geared toward like the you know the 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 younger girls who are true playing with Barbie. But the way it, if you ever, if you saw the movie, you know exactly what we're talking about. It was geared more toward the teenage girls and those of, you know, those that played with Barbie. It wasn't geared toward those that are currently playing with Barbie. It was, and just the message behind it is like, wow, it didn't, you know, I didn't really think about it that way. I mean, it was a great film. My wife and I watched and it. it was like, oh, this actually, you know, had humor. There was, you know, kind of like Emotion, a, a theme like, behind it. It was, yes. a, it was a great movie. Absolutely, and for not that, and for Greta and, and Margot not to be nominated, it's like, really. I mean, you got Ryan Gosling, you got America Ferrera, again too. I mean, Ryan Gosling was amazing. People still give him crap for playing Ken, which Eva Mendes went on to defend. Um, America Ferrera did a great job in the film, I thought too. But I mean, the the star who brought yeah, Barbie to life, you're not gonna nominate. And the director that made it all happen? Like, yes. absolutely
1: not. This is, and, this and, is
0: why people don't want to watch the Oscars.
1: Yes, not to take away Ryan Gosling's flowers because he absolutely deserves them. And yes. that's the problem. Like, Ava Mendez, I know that, you know, of course, she's got to go to bat for her man. And it's not like everyone's saying, like, Ryan Gosling didn't deserve it. They're just saying, like, as an ex- like the example of... It, it's like the Academy really was like, okay, You might have broken all these records with Barbie with your feminist movie, but we're going to give the nomination to the guy. We're not going to give it to the girls. It's like they were getting one last dig in. (laughs) Like they took that L without any grace at all and then did it this way to kind of prove their point. And it is just so, you know what I would really like to see happen? I would, I would really like for Ryan Gosling to boycott. Like, it, it won't happen, but I would really like to no. see him not even go. Like, yeah. it's so insulting. Let America Ferrera have her moment. If she if she does win, I mean, she, that is probably the most iconic piece of the movie besides Billie mm-hmm. Eilish's song, What Was I Made For? America Ferreira's monologue, like, that, like, yeah. that deserves an award <laughs> in and of itself. Like, right. I don't. It's it's so weird. I mean, and all it these is. other movies were incredible as well. Killers of the Flower Moon, the holdovers, like Paul Giamatti was incredible. Yes, it's mm-hmm. it was a tough year for movies, but we cannot like all sit here and pretend that Barbie didn't absolutely change the game.
0: Right. Like, the- and what 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 blows my mind too is when we get. I mean, look, Oppenheimer, you know, definitely needs to be nominated, and all in all the other yes. movies you 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 mentioned, but. We have these blockbuster movies like Barbie. Now, got nominated, yes. But we've seen in the past with the Academy Awards especially, and a lot of Hollywood, I feel like the the older seasoned directors, especially one Oliver Stone, who uh, blasted Ryan Gosling for taking the role of Ken and feels like Hollywood yeah. is all fantasy. It's like, look, maybe yes, you should is. take a cue. Because listen... <laughs> You see these movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer was a historic film. But you look at some of these other movies like and and not to because I'm a superhero nerd, but you look at like The Dark Knight. You look at Avengers. Um and those films Perfect examples box office records. Yeah, it's fantasy, but all Hollywood films are somewhat fantasy. In yeah, some way I mean, or another. They're yeah, all like, fantasy.
1: So even Oppenheimer's family was like, "Okay, this was a great film, but like X, Y, Z didn't happen.
0: Like This is
1: all fabricated for the element of drama. That's what movies are.
0: That's the point. Exactly. And I'm sorry it may not fit in the. What you want to be nominated for best picture, but the people have spoken in some form of another. Yeah, and and I think that's why a lot of these award shows. It's like, well, uh, look, I, I feel like this year, you know, a lot of people went to see Barbie. A lot of people went to see Oppenheimer and some of these other ones. Yeah, I, I think, mean, it yeah, was a cultural thing. It was, and if you get and but, you know, you know, when we have the Academy Award nominations for next year, I mean, we'll see what movies come out that you know, be like, oh, but then if some of these movies that you're like, what, like, um, the zone of interest never heard of american yeah. fiction never heard of yeah. um you know it's just like uh when i feel like, that's know, when always films like that, yeah when you get to films like that okay cool but i mean did did people really go to see it except for those that you know maybe are really into movies I don't know. It, it it just seems to me that there's a, a certain mold that the Oscars, no matter what, no matter what happens at the box office, what happens um, with buzz around certain movies, if it doesn't fit in their mold, they're like, nope.
1: Yeah, and that's, yeah, it's exactly right. I, it's never, I mean, there, there's a reason why it's the Academy and not, you know like, people's choice kind of thing. Like, we've got yeah. different award shows for that, I guess. I, but
0: feel, I feel like the Academy, when it comes to, you should maybe take that into consideration, at least some.
1: Like, well, it, yeah, okay, yeah, there's a lot of special effects.
0: Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are some great, spe- I mean, basically it's all special effects. But, you know, I mean, it made a billion dollars at the box office. So, I guess like people liked it. And let's, let's give flowers
1: where they're due. Special effects don't happen on their own. There's a huge team in place oh, to make all of those things happen. Hours and hours
0: and hours of work go into it.
1: Yes, and really in creative, incredible, intelligent, innovative people who are behind the development of these special effects. I mean, we we go from, mm-hmm. you know, the animatronics of Jurassic Park to pulling in, like, actual CGI to people floating in space. Like, it's, you don't have to, it's just, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Right. You know, what we're able to do and and still be so blind to wanting to give people that acknowledgement. Like it's still right. talent. Whether it is, whether yeah. you a computer, you did it through a computer or you did it on your own. It's still talent.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I, you know, obviously, yeah, we have the People's Choice Awards, which maybe is a little bit more realistic.
1: <laughs> I but, I guess. Yeah.
0: But I, I don't you don't see a lot of um, actors and actresses. Like, I only hope I win that People's Choice Award this year. They're going after the <laughs> Golden Globes and the Oscars. We get it. Those are the bigger awards that are going to really move your career for her ahead. Except being, you know, People's Choice for twenty twenty three or whatever it is.
1: That's true. Well, I mean, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. I mean, all those years of work without an Oscar until The Revenant.
0: Well, that's true. Yeah. So I mean, very true.
1: Those People's Choice Award. I mean, maybe. Maybe yeah. that's really all you need to really seal yourself.
0: I guess, yeah. So with the Academy Awards of also comes the uh, the Razzies, which the I worst love the Razzies. <laughs> so uh, nominated for worst picture is The Exorcist Believer, uh, Expendables Four, Megan Two or Meg Two, The Trench, Sam Fury of the Gods, and Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Which did you like see all. any of those? Uh, we did see Shazam. I thought Shazam was fun. Of course, look, it's during that time of when DC is going through that changeover. Look, mm-hmm. the, the DC movies this past year yeah, a letdown because of what was happening internally. So, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but uh, did not see The Exorcist or the, any of the other ones.
1: I, um, I heard that The Exorcist was terrible. I didn't watch it.
0: Look. I understand that people want to try and build off of a classic horror flick like The Exorcist, but just don't. Don't yeah. touch it. Don't touch it. Um, worst actor: Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist. A lot of exorcist themes in this one. Uh, Vin Diesel I and did. Fast, Fast. I didn't see that one. Did you?
1: The Pope's Exorcist. I did. <laughs> I like those kinds of films, though. I I like. Yeah. That, that's the kind of horror films that I like.
0: Um, Vin Diesel for Fast X, you know, we did not see Fast <laughs> X. I think after the one, the last one, Fast Nine, when they went to space, is like, you know what? And this one had Jason Momoa, and we, my wife and I enjoy Jason Momoa. And oh, it's yeah. like, well, the only one we're probably going to go see it is just because of Jason Momoa. It's you're like better after,
1: than I am. I think I gave up after Tokyo
0: Drift. <laughs> I think after a while, you're just like, okay, yeah, what ridiculous, stupid thing are they going to do now that basically has no way in hell ever happening in the real life or in the real world yeah but family but family yeah family. <laughs> jeez uh chris evans for ghosted jason statham for meg 2 the trench and john voigt for mercy Oop. worst actress uh anna de armis for ghosted megan fox with johnny and clyde uh, selma hayek for magic Mike's last dance ouch
1: uh, oh. Jennifer Lopez, the
0: mother, and Dame Helen Mirren for Shazam Fury of the Gods. Again, ouch. Aw. Oh. Yeah, so. Oof.
1: Not Helen Mirren.
0: <laughs> no one is I safe know. from the Razzies. I mean, look, I think she did it because it was going to be fun. You know, I mean, she's like, she's in the fast, furious movies for crying out loud. She's like, you know what? At this point in my career, what, just what, what the hell? I'm going to go yeah. ahead and just, do what I want to do. Who cares? She's like, I want my award. I can, I got my recognitions. I'm like, you know what? Someone wants to pay me several million to show up and wear a cape and be a bad guy in a superhero film. Fine. I'm yeah, cool I mean, going to
1: be a lot of fun. I mean, as we said, like I the would've... Oscars, once you kind of go that route and do the serious part yes. of your career,
0: goof off. Have Why not? fun. Exactly. If, I mean, if I got, like you said, I made my money. I just want to, you know, randomly do a movie here and there. So what? I'm gonna go do exactly.
1: it. Exactly. <laughs> She's like, uh, that check still cash though. <laughs> Uh,
0: yeah, you nominate really me like for that. whatever you want, but psh, doing way better than you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to some, uh, some drama. So this one's a rumor, and, and part of me kind of thinks this might be true. Uh-oh. Again, this is, just, this is just hearsay. Now, Justin Timberlake announced uh, last week on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon that he's going back on tour. He's got his new album, Everything, uh, or Everything I Thought It Was, uh, is coming out in March. And so with that, he announced that he's going to go back on tour. It's going to be called the Forget Tomorrow World Tour. And now with that, a source tells the U.S. Sun that Jessica Biel had to give her blessing in order for Justin to do this world tour. And now the insider also claims that Justin agreed to a specific tour schedule that would allow him to spend time at home. The source says, quote, they don't want to be apart from each other, Jessica and and Justin, for months at a time. So he has constructed a schedule where he gets to go home to Jessica and the kids a lot. And we've talked about Justin and you know some some rumored happenings behind the scenes when he's on tour, in the past, that, and especially lately too with the with the uh, with the memoir with with Brittany and some things that came out about Justin.
1: Well, well me wants
0: to believe this is true.
1: Yeah, I I think that this is definitely at least there is some weight. Yes. To these like, rumors. I, I think that there is some truth here.
0: Yeah, I, I believe that. Yes, Jessica probably said, OK, I uh, will let you go on tour if and, you know, I'm sure there were some more ifs other than you have to yeah. be home. I'm sure yeah. there were some other ifs in there. But I, I, a part of me wants to believe this is true. I, I, again, this is just rumor, but I kind of think, yeah, I feel like Jessica probably is like, all right, there's going to be some stipulations here, buddy. If you're going to go course. do this. Yeah.
1: Well, and did you see that Britney Spears, like, apologized to Justin Timberlake?
0: And you said know, was, about like, really that his song was really good. Yeah. I, I read something about that, which, you know what, I, I, I would be glad if those two just finally just buried the hatch and was like, you know what, the past is the past. What was said was said. What was done was done. Let's move on. So yeah, um, moving on to some other beef, which I write a little bit about, and Sh- and Shyler, you <laughs> you know more about this than I do. Um, Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj. So what? Megan released a a track called "Hiss," where she references Megan's Law, which basically is. Has to do with being a registered sex offender, which Nikki's husband is a registered sex offender, as is her brother. Yes. <laughs> and after that came out, Nikki had to fire back. So, Shyler, kind of run us through this whole, whole feud that all started with Megan's track, Hiss. First of all, Megan the
1: Stallion just absolutely. Hiss is amazing. It's a really good song. It's got a great beat. And she really went off. It's a great song. And yes, my jaw was on the floor the first time I heard it. I had to listen to it a few more times to get all of the references. But she really comes for everybody's throat. (laughs) Like no one is safe in that song. And it's not like outright calling anyone out. It's very like calculated the way things are phrased, it which really just goes to show that she is that girl. Like she is very good at what she does. Mm-hmm. Nikki had a meltdown on social media following the drop of Hiss. She was on Twitter, she was on Instagram Live. She was on Facebook Messenger. She was spiraling. She was hollering <laughs> oh. at anybody, anyone and everyone who would listen that these people need to repent, that there's snakes, and which the song is called Hiss, baby. Yeah, we get it. Like That's the point. Right. It was insane to see her take it so personally. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion even called into the Breakfast Club, like taking it back to the 90s with rap beef. <laughs> like, yeah, I said what I said. Charlemagne, what's up? What's good? They all like had a good little laugh about it. But oh my gosh, Nikki waited not very long at all. And so she called Megan Bigfoot because she's tall and wears larger shoes, I guess, (laughs) whenever. I I don't think that was a great comeback.
0: No, I, yeah, it's like, really, that's the best you got
1: and she released a song called Bigfoot which is a <laughs> response to the track so it and it is messy it's not it's not her best work in my opinion mm-hmm. um nikki is and ha- like the queen of rap like she has been absolutely undisputed for a long time the barbs are a huge fan base that you do not want on your bad side. But I don't see, I don't see how this could go well because she's not really, I think this is going to end with a win for Megan the Stallion in terms of, I mean, it already is, I think a win for Megan the Stallion and knocking Nikki down a few pegs. Yeah. It's just, so messy, it's so yeah, messy,
0: it, it, yeah. I'm it's, I, I don't, I, I don't understand, especially in the hip hop world. I mean, there is always at least two artists going at it over something.
1: Well, and sure. So, and, and Nikki has had some insecurities in the past, I mean, right with Cardi I, B. She, yep, she, that was tends, another one. And don't get me wrong, you know, when you're at the top, people aim for you.
0: So right, to they want to be number one.
1: Yeah, I mean, she's been having ongoing beef with Remy Ma for forever. Right. Like, she's always had a target on her back. I just, mm. I wish that she would have not acknowledged this track at all.
0: Yeah, I mean. I yeah.
1: think, because that's. Right, I mean, if you don't acknowledge just, it,
0: it's just going to go away.
1: Exactly. I mean, as we have discussed, when you goof or when when someone tries to gossip about you or come for you, the best like PR move is to not be bothered. Right. Unless there is like an actual allegation that you have to clear. Right. And there hasn't been, I mean, it was just Megan kind of going off and it it was, it was very much if the shoe fits, lace it up Mm -hmm. and wear it. And she stomped into those shoes. Like it it could have been, it could have been glossed over like, girl, I'm not even worried about you. I'm the queen of rats. Yes. Like put some respect on my name. Like don't, mm-hmm. who do you think you are? And instead she was like, well, you've got big feet and you got shot. <laughs> and it was like, okay, yeah. Nikki, do you want to take a minute? Do You want to take a minute and think a little bit about this?
0: Yeah. And she exactly. did it. <laughs> I know. It's, yeah, not. You're right. I mean, as someone who's been around in this game for a long time, like Nikki has, and you got up and comers like Megan Thee Stallion, um, uh, Cardi B is, you know, more seasoned than Megan is obviously. Yeah. But yeah. But for someone like Nicki Minaj, it's like you, I would think by now you would kind of learn like, yeah, just pff, whatever this always happens. Or, you know, they're always going to take a shot at somebody. Just let it go. And you're right. And it's, had had it's... no, had Nikki not escalated it to the way she did. I mean, yeah, people would have listened to his and be like, oh, oh, but I don't think it would have gotten. You're basically giving it more traction. You're giving Megan yes. more listens, more clicks, more hits. Exactly. You're, you're giving Megan what she wants. Don't do that.
1: And and it, like I said, Nikki was not the only person who was seemingly referred to within Megan's song, within her lyrics. She right. came for a lot of different people. There's speculation that she called Drake out. There's speculation. There's I mean, Tori Lane's. Like, there's a lot of read between the lines. Like, this could apply to somebody or this could apply to somebody else. And by inserting, like, by pulling the veil away and being like, oh, that was about me, mm-hmm. you just cemented it as a diss track. Because you could have been like, yeah. okay, like, okay, good song, girl. You, you did that. Like, Right, I, I I hate that in the space that women can't coexist and that there always right. has to be some sort of competition, but clearly there was some bad blood there to begin with for this to happen the way that it did.
0: And right. yeah, because if there wasn't, Megan an, wouldn't have said anything.
1: Yes, and Nikki is an incredible lyricist. She is an incredible mm-hmm. rapper, and that's what's really frustrating about all this is that Bigfoot is not her best work and it needed to be because Hiss was good. Hiss was. It, it, it has was, a,
0: yeah, like even the title alone. Yeah. It's like, like <laughs> yeah, it's like Hiss. Like I, you who knew are that you was angry be. at? Because right. You're not saying Hiss if you're not angry at somebody or something.
1: Yes. And it's a little scary because the Swifties, have speculated for a while that Nicki Minaj is working with Taylor Swift either on a bonus track for Reputation, like from The Vault, or on a new album. So there has been a a collaboration suspected for a long time. And if Nicki's going to continue being this... uh, I'm just going to say sensitive. Because I think she's in a place where she's very sensitive and she's really showing her cards. Taylor Swift is not going to allow... That kind of unhinged, unleashed energy mm-hmm. towards her projects. You know, she's very calculated and she that that could, that could be, potentially, yeah. if, it's, if yeah. it's between
0: two other artists, a, she doesn't want to be caught up in it. It's like you, you two fight about it. I'm just going to bend that nugget with me.
1: Which sucks because I really wanted Taylor to collaborate with Megan Thee Stallion. And if she's friends with Nikki, that's not going to happen.
0: Maybe she's like, I can collaborate with any of you. You two, you two better <laughs> make nice. There's no collaboration with me.
1: Yeah, mother is like, like don't make me come over
0: there. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of Taylor Swift, boy, she was in the news a lot. And one of which we'll start off with, just, I don't understand why some, especially with the way AI has gone. We, We have definitely learned a lot about what the capabilities of AI are. And it's just, it's getting out of control. And this time it revolved around Taylor Swift. Um, there were some uh, AI-generated images of Taylor Swift that showed her in some very uh, pornographic type of situation. Really yeah. gross. Yeah. And so now, basically, you can't even search for Swift in X. It only if you search for Taylor Swift, it just shows under its media and list tabs. But any searchable uh, input for Swift and X, it's just you're not gonna you're not gonna find anything, just because of all the fake images surrounding her that were created by AI, and I mean, she is one of the most powerful people right now on the planet, and I just it it just blows my mind that look, why? I mean, if, if you have some sort of fantasy, then you know what? That's you. Do you really need to go and create AI-generated images of someone to share like that? Yeah. It's just it's I mean, gross. It's disturbing. I mean, it's gross. It's unnecessary. And hopefully, we know why. find whoever it is. Yeah, we
1: we know why. It's because the people that do this are the people who need to knock down other people to feel better about themselves. It's a power move. Simple as that. It is a, yeah. I don't like that Taylor Swift is successful being seen in a positive light, like not affected, not seemingly unaffected by the trash talk in the media. And they, they hate it. And they, they cannot allow... For her to continue on existing as a happy, successful, beautiful, independent woman, like they just can't see it, and they right. cannot fathom that their words have no power. So this is how they do it, and using AI in such a malicious. I have always like I'm terrified of like the deep fake stuff. Like it,
0: it's I know it's insane. Like, and.
1: All, Definitely because it could be used for malicious intent like this. But right. I've seen deep fakes and edits of like Trump speeches. Mm-hmm. And and granted, <clears throat> excuse me, the ones I've seen have been like funny. You know, they're just like, he's talking about yeah. something and he's not, you know, but they've edited it all together or they've done the oh, AI thing to make yes. it sound like him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's done it for
0: all, Yeah, they've done it for Trump. They've done it for Biden. Um, exactly it's it's crazy the how it's become this thing that already has been used to create disinformation and potentially ruin others lives it's a
1: weapon when you use a weapon it's a weapon it's terrifying
0: so i'm reading from cnn they did this they did the article on, on taylor swift and those images Back in November, a 14-year-old New Jersey high school student called on school and government officials to take action because photos of her and more than 30 female classmates were manipulated and possibly shared publicly using AI. Wow. I know. It's just... We thought Photoshop was was bad. Now we got this? Yeah. I mean... mean, You you know what's really...
1: like when I use AI or I search AI images, it's, and granted, I don't need it for my job. Like it's not something that I need to utilize on the daily. I like using it or seeing images generated by AI to figure out what my like fantasy characters from my books look mm-hmm. like. <laughs> it's like, well, we don't have the movie yet. So, but I'd really like to know how this character would look. So you type in like their description and boom, they pop up. So if you use, someone's name or someone's likeness to and then fill in the blanks with whatever six scenario you want or you want to generate it. It's just it. That's so violating. That's it so is. violating.
0: It is. And, and hopefully officials can get involved and at least put some stricter regulations on yeah. how you can use it and what you can use it. And if you use it in the wrong way, some pretty hefty penalties come with it because it's slander. It's false. It's disinformation. I mean, there's a whole bunch of words that, you know, if it's using that in that way. Well, and
1: let's, let's go ahead and bring up the past. Taylor Swift has already proven to be successful in a court of law when it comes to some sort of sexual assault and sexual harassment. Yeah. She countersued for a dollar and she got it. Like she, because a radio show host grabbed her butt. Right. Years ago I mean it, it it's she, you it, it, I don't understand why people want to come for Taylor Swift the way that they do because mm-hmm. she's untouchable. Right. Like she and you're do- not going to be able to get to her the way you think no. you really think you uh-huh. showed her like the dude who did this like I'm sorry about your hairline buddy. Like I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry things aren't working with you and you feel so insecure that you you got onto Beyonce's internet and did something as vile as made these weird images of Taylor Swift and really thought you did something. You didn't. You
0: just goofed. Yeah.
1: You just made a huge mistake Right. and you're going to pay for it. Literally, figuratively, yeah. whatever. I mean, you are.
0: Yeah. I mean, for, for sure. And like I said, we have to make an example out of somebody. Let's go ahead and just say, hey, you do this. This is what happens.
1: And I'm the kind of person, <laughs> I'm just going to show my whole hand here. I'm the kind of person that when I have been wronged or slighted or I'm ticked off about something, the way I get my revenge or my, my power move, I want what, however I handle that to be done so flawlessly, effectively and still maintain integrity that I could put yeah. it on my resume. <laughs> you, know what, yeah. you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to put that on your resume. Hey, I'm so good at making deep fake AI pornographic images that I, you know, I I ticked off Taylor Swift's team. You're not gonna be able to put that on your resume, dude. You're gonna have to no. go into hiding.
0: <laughs> yeah, you will. Because I you're will gonna find
1: need you. to <laughs> go underground.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Again, sorry about the um, airline.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, some, so on Taylor Swift, obviously, if you watch the uh, AFC Championship on Sunday, the Chiefs beat the Baltimore Ravens going to the Super Bowl against the San Francisco 49ers. And this is something we've talked about on the podcast before. And we made this prediction about the Chiefs making the Super Bowl. And if the Chiefs make the Super Bowl, can Taylor Swift make it? And so we knew that Taylor is going to be in Tokyo. For her Eras tour, so someone, I'm I'm on Variety here, and apparently there's been some calculations done. Could she make it? So, she performs Saturday night in Tokyo. If she gets a full night rest, it's it's a 13 hour flight. It has to leave before 6 p.m. Japan on Sunday. She'll land in Vegas before kickoff. Which is at 3 30 Pacific, 6 30 Eastern. So she could technically make it via time travel because of the way the, the, the time zones are. Yeah. So she finishes up her her set in Tokyo Saturday night, gets on a plane. It's a 13-hour flight. She I'm sure she could take a long nap somewhere during that flight. Get to Vegas. And look, I am I am sure right now, Vegas, the NFL, probably Travis Kelsey, is making sure that, hey, we're going to make sure you get here. So I am sure that there is already a plan in place for Taylor to arrive in Vegas. Maybe there is a escort, a chopper, something to get her to the stadium. For the Super Bowl. I I am almost guaranteeing there is already plans being made. That. Taylor gets to make sure she's at the Super Bowl to watch Travis and the Chiefs take on the Niners.
1: I I absolutely agree. I don't see. I don't see a world in which. She's not
0: right, because as much as much buzz. Um, I also read that she also like the revenue she generated by attending these games was just phenomenal you know phenomenal for Kansas City when she was there. The ratings, everything. If we know Taylor Swift is going to make the Super Bowl, people are going to be tuning in more so than ever just because she's there and they want to see glimpses of Taylor. They want to see her celebrating if Travis Kelsey makes a catch or a touchdown. They want to see her dancing to Usher. And you know what? If I'm Usher, I'm maybe on the phone with Taylor like, hey, how do you feel maybe coming out to do one song? Just one. One song. Could you imagine how that stadium is going to explode if that happens? I don't
1: think it will happen. But (laughs) I think because the thing is, Taylor, it would be amazing. But I don't, I don't see it happening, because Taylor is going to want this to be all about Trav and the team. And by performing, I think she'll take the focus away a little bit. And she, she really doesn't. I mean, she's got, she's on tour, like she's got the spotlight. I she'll be in what? the spotlight hey, four nights in a row.
0: I think if Alicia Keys can't make it, you have Taylor do Alicia Keys part for my boo. Ooh, I. I'm. I'm okay, just throwing it. Out I'm throwing it out into the universe. You might be on something. Keys, you know what? Have Alicia Keys there too. She can play backup piano, sing a little bit. Maybe her and Taylor harmonize. Look, I understand Usher wants this to be Usher's Super Bowl show, Super Bowl halftime show, but I'm yeah. sorry, it's being overshadowed right now because yeah. no one is talking Usher. about Usher right now. Everybody's talking about. Taylor Swift getting to the Super Bowl.
1: And did you hear the clip of them on the field? One of the players said, like, thank you so much to Taylor Swift or whatever. And she said, like, oh, my God, are you kidding? I didn't do anything. (laughs) And he said
0: games.
1: (laughs) And and yeah, that's what he said. He said, you've been with us the whole way.
0: Well, it's it's true. They've they've been they've been dating before the season began. Which we found it's, out later on. Yeah. Um, but I, I look, we 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 threw it out in the universe in the podcast several weeks ago about Chiefs in the Super Bowl and Taylor Swift being there. So it's already happened. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and it's already been calculated that Taylor can get there when she's done performing in Tokyo. She will and be getting there. to Vegas. Oh, you she, there there could be a storm. She's like, just fly over it. I don't care. Even if she gets there late, I guarantee I, you the NFL has already been talking with officials in Vegas and making sure that, A, Taylor's got a place to sit, and B, we're going to get you there as fast as we possibly can.
1: I mean, she's got a private
0: jet. Like, she can totally oh, make she, it happen. I'm sure there's going to be a helicopter or a police escort or something just waiting as soon as as soon as she steps off that plane, hop in the car, hop in the chopper, we're going to get you right there. Don't worry about it. we we have it all. We'll have you land on the field if we need to. <laughs> Though it's in it's enclosed, they really can't they they can't Oh land the man. We'll land you on the roof. I don't know, bungee down. I what if she had,
1: like, Lady Gaga's entrance, like, oh, when yeah. she did this? <laughs> like, Just did bring Lady her down Gaga on a platform?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how did she do it?
1: She's Let's in her cheese gear.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's without a doubt. And, and look, Usher's halftime show is going to be great. Let's not take that away from Usher. But I kind of feel like if you want this to be... Just, just accept the overshadowing and just see if she's willing to do it. And right, you, she just got done performing. She's like, I don't, I don't want to perform. I'm just there to support my man. But you know what? Who knows?
1: You know, I, we I we, would. Have,
0: we have until February 11th to see what happens to make stuff happen. I think if if your ushers people just accept and be like, hey, you know what? Let's just. Let's just milk it for what we can. Hey, you're going to be there. You're like the you're the biggest star on the earth right now. Would you mind maybe just coming out to do my boo? Alicia Keys says it was cool. I'm also calling that Alicia Keys is going to show up as a special guest. I'm calling that I think too.
1: So, I think so too. Write it down. You, you, and if I'm Usher, I think even the act, even if you don't want it to happen, I think the act of inviting Taylor Swift, Mm-hmm eat a publicly or, you know, having your team get in touch with her team so you can get told no. Yep. I think that's only going to elevate him.
0: And you know what? You know? Even better. If, if, if you want to make it even better, just have her voice over the speaker and she's just performing in her suite.
1: <laughs> that would be fun. I mean, they're going to cut not- to her so many times during the halftime show. Anyway, dancing. Here's-
0: oh, that's the thing. Exactly. I'm going to be curious that if Taylor doesn't perform how many times during this halftime show, they're going to cut to her during that performance. I'm curious. I am so oh. curious.
1: Well, that's gotta be one of the like weird bets. That's, that's my favorite part about the oh, Super Bowl sure. is seeing all oh, the weird oh, yeah. bets
0: over <laughs> under time. How long are, is Taylor going to have TV time? Yeah. And someone's calculated it too, by the way, someone calculated that. On average, she only gets like around 14 seconds for the entire NFL game, which lasts like three hours. I guarantee you, for the Super Bowl, she's going to get more than 14 seconds. For sure. Oh, yeah. I agree. Anyway, I I, I just, you know what? If you're usher, just accept it and see if she's willing to do it. If not, then hey, cool. You know, like, hey, you know what? I offered it to her, but get it as a performer, as someone who's toured. Sometimes you're like, you know what? As awesome as it would be, I just got done doing a show. I kind of need to rest my voice. I get it. Yeah. And just accept it for what it is.
1: Well, and just the act of inviting her, I think, is would be a, a huge power move. I mean, it's almost right. like the Tony and, Romo, and the Mrs. Thing. Kelsey thing.
0: Right. And you know what? Honestly, you invite her, but you don't tell anybody. You surprise everyone on during the halftime show. You keep it a secret afterward. If she doesn't show up, then you're like, hey, you know what? I, I offered it up to Taylor, but you know what? I understand. she declined because she just got done doing a show, literally arrived here on a plane right before kickoff. There's no way we could have rehearsed, you know, but. That's you know, true. It was awesome yeah. for her to be there. And yeah, if that? she
1: says, yes, you hold that. You hold that in until the very oh, last you, minute. You play
0: those cards so <laughs> close to the chest. Absolutely. You don't say. You don't reference it. If someone asks, be like, "I haven't talked to her." You you just leave it at that. I I I hear she's gonna be there. I mean, she's she's dating the the tight end, right? Is that who she's with? Is that is that who she's dating? You just
1: yeah. You play dumb.
0: You play dumb,
1: and then when you come
0: <laughs> out, you're like the world's biggest genius afterward. But we'll see. We we still got a couple of weeks that we'll, we'll obviously talk about it during next week's podcast, but um, oh, yeah.
1: we'll keep a close eye.
0: We'll keep it we'll keep a close eye. All right, let's wrap up with our was story. We all o- we always have to make sure we watch our spelling, obviously, especially when it comes to names. And in Hollywood, there are two actors where their names are only separated by two letters. The White Lotus star Tom Hollander was on Late Night with Seth Meyers and talking about his career and referenced a certain Spider-Man star, Tom Holland. And so Seth just kind of jokingly said, do you guys ever get mixed up? And of course, Tom Hollander says, yes. It, it is, quote, it has been very difficult. Obviously being sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's, there's always been a mix up. Well, it, it got to a point where he was, um, he, he he talks about how he was at a, I had a play for a friend. And during intermission, he was checking emails and saw that he got an email about a box office bonus. Well, as he clicked in, he saw that the title of the email said, payment advice, your first box office bonus for the Avengers. Well, those that have seen the Avengers know that Tom Hollander was not in the Avengers, but Tom Holland is an Avenger being Spider-Man um, and Tom Hollander said it was quote an astonishing amount of money. It was a seven figure sum. Oh my God. Like, and the thing is, is that both Holland and Hollander were working for the same agency at the time. And it's like, wow, how does someone in that agency's like payment department get that mixed up?
1: Oh no.
0: Yeah. So look, obviously I, Tom Holland got his bonus, but Tom Hollander got to see how much it was by accident. It wasn't his fault. He's like, Oh, what, 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 what? he's, he's thinking to myself, what, what was I in that? Yeah. Wait, I wasn't in the Avengers. Was I? No. Oh shoot. There's this Tom Holland character. Oh, yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's crazy. Right. So, you know, Making and sure you brush your teeth, dodge give, your eyes. Right. You are to like, give back that check. Right, exactly. You're just, you know, you're thinking, I said, wow, this is awesome. But wait, oh, that Tom Holland kid. You, you goofed. I'm Tom Hollander. <laughs> not Tom Holland. Yeah, so always double check your spelling, especially when it comes to that. Yeah. Comes, I, I'm sure the agency was like, Oh, I don't know if Tom Hollander is still with that agency or either of them with that agency, but still,
1: I don't know if I would be after that. I mean,
0: like, Oh, I see how it is. I see. So you guys are more excited about Mr. Tom Holland than myself. (laughs) Sorry. I'm not an Avenger. Anyway. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Weekly Trash Recap Podcast. is a recap and discuss some of the big Hollywood news and gossip from the week, you can catch our previous episodes at B1029.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, too, as we drop new episodes every Tuesday. For Shiler, I'm Joe from B1029. We'll talk to you again next week.